0: Well, if you enjoy flying by the seat of your pants, then this might be the show for you, because that's what we're doing tonight. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 93, for the week of Wednesday, the 27th of November, 2013. I'm Scott.
1: And I'm Adam. This episode is brought to you by Superpower Collectibles and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, we're each looking back on our favorite series we've collected. Scott will be covering the DC Dynamic Statue line from DC Direct, and I'll be covering Hasbro's Marvel Universe.
0: How are you going?
1: I'm good. It's only been a couple of days since I've seen you.
0: I know. That that covers what I did this week. I went to Adelaide. Yay. Yay. Best country town ever. Yeah. Oh, I got caught in a bit of traffic. It was a <laughs> very tense minute and a half. <laughs> <Busted>. <laughs> I was pretty scared there. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice city. It is. It's yeah. just incredibly slow and
1: not the most modern place in the world. But. No.
0: But I had a very enjoyable evening with adam and mrs adam out for a mexican and it was lovely that was the highlight of my trip to be sure to be sure yay. and uh besides the obvious highlight of having dinner with me what was the highlight of your week adam
1: uh i finally finished my custom figure which is good because now i've got free time again
0: yay and i have yeah. to say i'm the lucky person for people who might know what we're talking about the afb forums characters unbound custom contest is about to close and i'm the lucky person that is the only person that's seen all the entries so far and they are awesome there are so many good figures this is going to be our best custom contest yet and See, that's very yeah,
1: good that, that's not what i need to hear i need to hear that mine is the best one because it's the first time i've ever done it and if i don't win i'll probably never do another one oh dear
0: well I I'm not in charge of the winning cuz I'm just going to be tallying the votes so I can't I can't help you there but I can say that I think yours is excellent but I also have to tell you that there are quite a number of other excellent entries okay. um and you'll be hearing this when there is still time to enter so if you are a customizer please come over to APForum.com, um and you're allowed to put one in just as long as it's not as good as Adams awesome <laughs> uh i've had the highs and lows of parenting in the last two days we had our school presentation night last night where my eldest was announced as middle school captain for next year which was awesome it's congratulations yeah we're very proud of her and then today i got that phone call that all parents of children who do horse riding dread of you need to come and get your youngest because she's come off so Uh, but we have soft tissue damage no bone damage and uh but it's just it's never fun yeah but i like i I think that the whole kind of experience for kids is actually i mean as long as they don't die um (laughs) really good because you literally have to get back on the horse yeah and so and it's just it teaches them resilience and all those good things but it's unpleasant as a parent (laughs) yeah i can imagine yes but anyway all good and uh, we went out and had a lovely evening with friends, and came back late, which is why I said we're flying by the seat of our pants. Because, but um, we are super organized because Adam's organized all of the stuff. So I try, you try, you try, and uh, it's that time of year. We're getting close to Christmas. We're getting close to our one hundredth episode.
1: Yes, I have to do something special for that. Freaky, yeah. freaky,
0: yeah. I have, I have vague plans. I, people have asked me, "Are there plans?" And I've said, "Well, uh, yeah, kind of." Yeah. So I'm not sure calendar wise though, I think it's after the new year, isn't it?
1: It is from remembering last year. We did an end of year one and then we had a hundredth episode was early in the new year.
0: Fiftieth. Yes. Fiftieth, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> Not trying it again. Uh um yeah, so we'll let you know. Well there'll yeah. be plans. There'll be prizes. There'll the, be uh, you know, it'll be good.
1: The the inaugural action figure blues nude run through Melbourne, I think, is currently on the cards.
0: Well, at least it's summer. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no um no frostbite. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But I tell you what, we do have a lot of we've got a lot of news, and we have to do it with just the two of us, so I reckon we should probably get started. Sounds like a plane. The signal goes out. A
2: ferocious feline is on the prowl.
3: It Catwoman.
2: But Bruce Wayne's custom coupe is loaded with surprises. Batman returns.
3: What was that? It's Batman. Catwoman set
2: the trap. But Batman's unstoppable.
3: No, I'm not. Batman, right
2: back. Catwoman, dinner. Batman returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coupe. Other figures sold separately.
0: Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is not meant to be all of the news from the week. It's the stuff that stuck out to us and that we either loved or loathed, and that's what we're going to be talking about here. And I am starting tonight, and I'm starting with Sideshow, who had a number of announcements this week uh, with uh, six-scale figures. So first of all, they announced a six-scale Nathan Drake from the Uncharted Three, Drake's Deception, which I assume is a video game.
1: Uh, best of my knowledge duties, yes.
0: Okay. Right, yeah. So I can't say that I'm super familiar uh, with this particular property, but the figure looks cool. Mm. And so I'm sure all the Uncharted 3 fans will be dancing in the street about it. Yeah. Something that I feel tempted to dance in the street about is the Imperial Probe droid six-scale figure from Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Because it looks freaking awesome. This is one of the. I, I, it does does. Yeah, you know, I just love it. You know, this is the little robot that, um, spoilers, when put Luke's robotic hand on and did all those good things, right? Or no?
1: No, this is the one that uh, they drop at the start of the movie before the invasion of Hoth.
0: Oh, sorry. For Battle of Hoth. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, you already said spoilers. No, I did. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it's different spoilers though. I was spoiling the wrong thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I just wanted to put another, you know, an, uh, another disclaimer in there. What am I thinking? Nah. Um, so it looks pretty cool. However, the price tag, not so cool, Two
3: hundred and forty nine ninety
1: nine. Wow. <laughs> That's steep. Yeah. Considering it's not, like, it's, what, probably six inches I, in height? I don't know. Like, apart from the standy thing?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, I can see, obviously, all of those little um, robotic arms would move and uh, it says it has yeah. articulated legs light up eye singular probe droid communication yeah. sound it ma- does have the sound it makes sounds, yes blaster with the articulation extending antenna yeah. removable sculpted base hugger and a base with support rod but still 249 yeah okay my, the my sounds
1: my, the most important part
0: my love and enthusiasm is dropped dramatically however <laughs> star wars completists i'm sure will still be feeling the love and then finally, in the meh category for me, uh, the, if your single, single Hot Toys, um, Avengers Chatari six scale figure didn't do it for you, you can now buy a two pack of a Chitauri foot soldier and a Chitauri commander. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which are, oh, sorry. Is it actually a two pack? No. Oh, it's a set, but you can yeah, buy them. It's a set. Okay. You can buy them singly for $239.99 each. Or you can buy them together for four seventy four. If I could be bothered to do math, I would see that that is a saving of about three bucks. Wow! Come that again? Is. Well, the, yeah, two thirty nine. Yeah. Okay,
1: hang on. Yeah, no, I, I had the two hundred and sixty in my head. Don't uh, worry.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm specially needs oriented. <laughs> I'm the English teacher. You're the. What are you? You're a scientist, <laughs> aren't you, or engineer? Engineer. Computers <laughs> do it for me instead. <laughs> okay
1: (laughs) teach the computer to do it once and then it does it for me after that
0: so I mean I guess I don't know this is obviously I feel like the Hot Choice stuff is really going further and further away from what grabs my interest because to me they're too big and too expensive to be kind of completist on and this is the kind of product that to me you would only buy as a completist so I just don't get it. But anyway, there you go.
1: The other thing is that that's really an army builder kind of figure as well.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously, so, I, I suppose they're responding to that. You know, they want people who want to army build these and they want different ones, and so now you've got the commander as well. Good on you. Yeah. Um, but, again, uh, I'm just obviously not the target market for this, and Hot Toys just seems to be a license to print money at the moment and good on them.
1: Yeah, but... Army building at two hundred and forty bucks a pop is not yeah. really feasible. We complain about you know thirty bucks for an army builder
0: yeah yeah I mean anyway. you know i mean i collect I collect stuff that's in this price range, um you know the bowen stuff is around this, but it's you know it it's not the kind of thing where to me where I would ever buy at, at that price a character that i wasn't a hundred percent committed to just to have it in my collection yeah um you know i've got a big collection but it's so that i also there's also bow and stuff that i don't own because i look at it and go that like the mojo for example and and think that is absolutely awesome but yeah i don't i don't actually have enough love for that character to justify that price you know that that's not army builder prices for me
1: yeah fair enough
0: yeah. um now the there is funko news and there's lots of funko news and before we get to things that we've seen pictures of we have seen an announcement and this is uh on the back of the uh announcement earlier that funko was teaming up with super seven for the uh, reaction figures for the um alien original movie um but it turns out that that is not all that um, funko has Uh, on the plate in this regard. They also have announced the Legacy line, and this is going to be a premium series of six-inch action figures. So we're not exactly sure what properties this means at the moment, but this is um, saying realistically sculpted, and uh, they've dropped hints that they have licenses like Firefly, Universal Monsters, Back to the Future star trek classic rocketeer uh so this could be really interesting
1: yeah and they do say you know think star
0: wars black kind of quality yeah that is exciting that is is. extremely exciting i just say some fun uh and eclectic lines will be produced as well like fantastic mr fox yeah so this is cool it's great to see other players in the six inch action figure um field because that just gives us you know hope and variety and even though we don't have anything uh, to see here yet, I think it's significant news because Funko is already a major player in the pop vinyl market yeah and uh, if they are really going to enter the action figure market as well, then it has a lot of potential because those uh, pop vinyl figures are everywhere. Yeah. which means that they have got links with lots of distributors. And if they are able to distribute these figures uh, into that same sort of market as well, that could be nuts. Yeah. We, could, we might actually be able to buy them at retail in Australia.
1: That's madness. That don't, just... don't listen to him.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I've lost it now. I've lost it. <laughs> yeah. I lost it. But, you know, I just got excited there for a moment. Um, and then on to the more standard um, Funko stuff. And this is, I have to say, I am starting to feel slightly fatigued of the pop (laughs) finals, and I. I, 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 But anyway, we have Sons of Anarchy, uh, we have WWE, which I mean that's a great that's a great line, even though it's not my thing. Um, But and and obviously, this is not not the kind of thing that you collect every single line of. Um, So yes, it has a bit of a samish feel to it. But that's because, I mean, they are going for lots of different fans. There are people that will buy WWE that have never touched any of the other ones, for example. Yeah. Um, But then on something that is not so same-ish, they are doing Thundercats. They're the TV versions, but I don't care. (laughs) They're doing Snarf, but I don't care. Because uh, the um, Lion-O and Panther and Chitara look so cool. They do, don't they? Yeah, that Lionel will be mine. <laughs> That's going to go on my um, desk of oddities in my office for sure. Excellent. Yeah. So good but on you. They do, like,
1: I think basically they've pretty much set themselves up so that every, like, every time they get another license, they're basically, you know, it's another chance to hook someone on getting more of the line. Exactly. Because I'm going to go, ah, oh, that, that was good. And then they go, oh, boy, what else have they got? And they find millions of other options to go through.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, uh, they've, they've obviously just hit on um, a real niche market and they seem to have a distribution that is like very little else. Yeah. I mean, we can only comment obviously on what we see in Australia, but in Australia these are in uh video game stores they're they're in you know like specialty little hobby stores but they're also um you know in some of the bigger retailers as well
1: yep they used to be in um some of the bookstores as well Mm -hmm. i don't know if they still still are but most of the bookstores in australia are dying but
0: yeah (laughs) for those that are surviving so Ah. yeah but i mean i like these better where they feel less i mean i i hate to say any of them are phoned in but, yeah, somewhere, I guess probably some of the things like Sons of Anarchy is an example that I just kind of think, eh, or, or uh, recycle bearded bald dude number 300 kind of thing, um, okay. <clears throat> whereas something like Thundercats obviously has a real custom sculpting you know, element to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, there you go. There's obviously a market for all of it. And then something a little bit different again is the announcement of uh, an exclusive Walking Dead Daryl figure um, that is a previews exclusive, um, which is like an arch version of Daryl in his modern, more shaggy look. Yeah. That dude needs a haircut. He I, I don't care how bad the Zumbocalypse is. You still have time to cut your hair. Come on. But
1: maybe not many hairdressers have survived. That doesn't matter. Well, someone you have to go to TAFE and get that certificate, or you're not allowed to practice. You can't <laughs> charge people for
0: cutting hair. I don't think so that, that applies that's in the Zumbocalypse. Well, it let should. me tell you. Okay. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Fair enough. But no, it's actually starting to really annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I'm <laughs> like, get a haircut, Norman. Come on. Anyway. You mean
1: like the... the um... The Picard picture of who the he- who the fuck is yeah. doing the grass during this <laughs> <on> apocalypse. Yep, <Yeah. laughs>
0: yeah. and then and then we have the uh, so this is called the um, Biker Daryl version, and then there's going to be a bloody figure as well. Yeah, I don't see the need for the bloody versions. No, I actually I think there's a topic in this. I really do. Blood spattered variants. Yeah. Do we need them? Because
1: clay slash poo spattered Batman. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right maybe just spattered variants yeah um so yeah there you go but that i mean that you know that that character has got such a cult following that that's going to um obviously be a very popular previous exclusive um speaking of cult followings or maybe companies that really should be followed by cults <laughs> um digital river slash mattel not dead yet and the uh traumas of castle Skull continue now i did not order one of these i don't think you did either did you adam no i did not no um but if you did then they're coming out soon but you still may not get one because digital river in all their glory has um made some mistakes and uh charged old credit cards and cancelled orders um when they've been declined so part of the uh quote-unquote improvements digital River in recent digital river in recent times was that theoretically you're meant to be able to go and change your credit card um, for your subscription without having to ring digital river in person um, now i know myself that this does not always work because i got my club attorney Subscription cancelled. Um, I, my card, I had to have my card replaced and they gave me a new number and I went in and, um, put it in on Digital River and it was all fine. And then they charged my old card and it declined and they cancelled my subscription and I couldn't be bothered <laughs> to renew it because I'm just ready for them to die. Um, so now people who have changed their credit cards since they first did the pre order for Castle Grayskull are experiencing the same thing. <laughs> And um, Mattel's had to come out and say, oh, oopsie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, if your order is, I love quote unquote cancelled. When the credit card fails, the castle order is quote unquote cancelled. You know, like being a little bit cancelled is like being a little bit dead as far as I'm concerned.
1: It's binary state,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's right. So but to quickly to quickly uncancel and ensure your castle comes as intended, please just simply call customer service and confirm a current credit card. Yeah. Uh, rant rave, rant rave, rant rave. So there you go. But
1: can I point out that some months ago, Toy Guru, Toy Guru was on uh, this show. Issues with Digital River are done, dusted. They're a thing of the past. Oh. Thing of oh. the past, we were told.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Humble pie. Uh, look, I mean, you and I both work with technology, and you know we know that best laid plans stuff goes wrong. True. And, true. Yeah, And software is like when you when you use software, you have bugs. Yeah. That, and you only find out some of those bugs by using the software, and I've spent a lot of last week dealing with. Uh, cranky people whose basic complaint is that the product that they have bought is not magic and that's tiring so i understand all that but it's just that you know how many own goals do you kick before you go sit on the bench that's what i want to know
1: but you're saying that you had similar issues with your subscription earlier yeah so it's the same problem it's the same problem Exactly. so they haven't Fixed
0: it. Have it resolved it. And I did ring and, and I'd like to point out that, you know, saying simply ring is not so simple when you are on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, because you know, you've got time zones and uh long distance charges and rah rah. But I sample I simply rang and was told, No, 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 so no, no problem. Yes, we will rerun it on the new credit card, da da da. No, sorry, your subscription's been cancelled. Yeah. And then I just thought, you know what? You don't deserve any more of my money. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. So, but but it's all our fault. Of course it is. It's all our fault.
1: Well, how many years have we been
0: paying the money? Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's right. We've been rewarding them for bad behavior.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, not anymore. I'm finished. Excellent. Finish. Finish. Um, and last, and for me, and maybe least, um. Oh no, no, Digital River is least. Preach <laughs> Direct, which is that company that you really can't put a finger on in terms of you know what they actually do because they do a lot, and that's all cool. Yeah. Um, they do Hobbit, and that's good, and they've got some other building block things happening. They have a WWE license, weird, and uh, they're using it to make construction toys. That's weird. More weird, yes. Yeah. So this is going to be called the WWE Stackdown line. And, uh, it goes in part with their new C3 construction brand, which we've already covered, um, which is very Lego esque, one must say. And so you have, uh, to begin with, I'm on board because we've got a, you know, a wrestling ring made out of, um, building blocks. Yep. And, uh, that's all cool. And then there, are, and there's the um, uh, other play sets as well. Um, but then there are figures, little mini figures, yeah. and they're dreadful.
1: They're like a, an uglier version of um, Mega Bloks figures, mini figures.
0: They are really, they are really bad. Yeah. What are we red carding? Because there must be whatever we're carding must be horrible if we're not doing this um don't don't spoil it but is is it worse i'm just trying to think
1: (laughs) uh yeah no it it, it, it's worse okay it's creepy yeah okay it's creepy
0: right so this is just bad yeah so and i really don't know what the market is for this yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense No, because to to me like i think that the wwe figures uh that people like big raj from our forum collect and do great jobs of photographing i totally get that because you know they're pretty realistic looking and you can do kind of photos and poses and stuff and you know i so i totally get that this just seems like i but i can't i don't know maybe maybe we i'm just not the target market not for you not for me
1: the thing that would make more sense to me is if it was a bigger figure that went with this because yeah you would have a a completely destructible environment
0: yeah. yeah, that's right. It <laughs> that would be brilliant, right? Yeah, that's right. You could break the whole thing. Yeah. So I mean I don't know WWE is insanely popular and so maybe this is just trying to kind of grab the kids but I would um spit these particular figures out <laughs> if I was a kid because they're just they're pretty weird. Mm. They're weird. Anyway, let's let's get back on track by doing your news. Ta.
1: Well, I'll kick it off with um, something that God knows where this is going to go, but um, Schleich, the uh, manufacturers of myriad knights on horses and um, creatures of nature, have uh, acquired a Warner Brothers license for the DC Universe. Uh, Yeah. So the first wave is scheduled for January 2015, features characters such as Batman Superman and their enemies, that's about all that we know, and... Yeah, like, a, I have no idea what this is going to end up looking like. Uh,
0: so these are the people that make all the little animals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, go figure. I assume it's going to be absolutely zero points of articulation.
0: I I feel it, I get an eagle moss vibe when I try and think uh, about what they're going to make, but, like, plastic.
1: Yeah, that's all I can think. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure it's for someone. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: buy the Aquaman. <laughs>
1: Realistically, someone's just going, we should just uh, get a DC license and we'll sell at least one Aquaman. <laughs> That's
0: right. And one Flash. Oh, but yeah. the Aquaman for me and the Flash for Miss 12. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't matter what it is. I've I've yet to turn down an Aquaman, have I? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. I mean, I bought a Blamoid for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you're out of control.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay.
1: Moving on, uh, Medicom have announced a real action hero's Batman Dark Knight Returns figure. So this is a one six sixth scale figure based on uh, Frank Miller's story. It's, um, I don't know, I, I've never really got the whole real action figure or real action hero figures kind of thing. Like, I, I can see why some people are into it. It's not for me.
0: I but. feel like, I mean, we've seen already they've done a couple of uh, Batman and a Joker in this line. And I've seen them in person, and they have a slightly homemade feel to me. Yeah. That which is, and, you know, again, there obviously is a, a call for it. I love the head sculpt of this uh, Frank Miller one. Yeah, it's, it's differently, but I just don't. I
1: don't know. But I don't. I don't like the cape. I don't think it looks that much like
0: no, no, no,
1: no. Dark Knight Returns no. Batman. Like he's not really paunchy.
0: No, no. and.
1: It's got all these issues, like I assume it's a standard issue with um, Real Action Heroes figures, with um, bicep joint, elbow joint, bicep joint kind of areas look
0: weird as well. Mm. It's an odd property for that company because it's so well covered, particularly now when you have both Sideshow and Hot Toys doing one six scale DC stuff. It's just that kind of thing that... I would look at this, and on one level, I would go, "Oh, cool, you know." But someone's going to do this better.
1: Yeah, and for not too much more, right? No, no, these things already go for what one hundred and fifty odd bucks at least. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, they're they're pretty. They're nearly hot choice prices, really. Yeah. Um. Well, certainly they're sideshow prices. So, but you know, good on them. Yep. Good on them. Moving on,
1: uh, (laughs) my favorite people, Bandai, and uh, have put out a Figure Arts Zero Super Saiyan Vegeta. So. You'd think in reality this should have my name all over it, but um, I just cannot get past having statues of Dragon Ball Z stuff. It doesn't quite work for me for some reason. Yeah. I'm not sure why. You're
0: not going to buy this Vegeta?
1: No, Uh... even though it's my favourite character from the series. I don't know
0: why. I bought an Aquaman Blamoid. Well, you've got a problem. Uh, I think this is cool. Oh, wait, wait. How much is it? Like 30 bucks. Adam, I don't know where I am going to put it. Oh, good grief! And
1: it doesn't move, so I can't pose it differently. But um. anyway, that's there. If you really want, you can <laughs> join some kind of campaign to um, peer pressure me into buying it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, change dot org. <laughs> you know, other a petition. That's right. Yeah, other other um worthy social causes like um you know Climate encourage trade. the Australian Liberal government to stop calling refugees illegal. Uh, and um, make Adam buy this Vegeta statue. There we go. I love it. I think it's so yeah. cool.
3: Yeah.
0: It's so dynamic.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Next. Um, next
1: one, more Art Zero is um, <gasps> they've announced the Sailor Moon, which looks very nice.
0: We're going to become pretty much all Sailor Moon pretty soon, aren't we?
1: Yeah, because there's like the rest of the Sailor Scouts coming and. Oh, good lord. You know I'm going to buy them all now that I've got the first two.
0: Now, this does not... What were the other ones? Who made the other ones? Sailor Moon ones?
1: They were also um, figure arts, so they, okay, they were also were... Bandai.
0: But is this a statue?
1: So this is, yeah, there's, the figure arts zero is zero points of articulation.
0: Uh, oh, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you buying this? No. Okay, thank God.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I actually don't think it looks as good as the... No. The um, figure arts
0: figure. No, the figure arts one looks much better than this. There's something, yeah, something a little bit off.
1: Like they haven't put enough effort into it, or something. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, you get them side by side. Yeah, but this one's like ninety dollars.
0: Oh,
1: I'm just going to check that Vegeta price now.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that sounds really cheap. Big difference. That this looks very bishojo esque to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Vegeta one's thirty-five dollars, and huh. this one's like. 90 go figure
0: so how did sailor moon become a thing again
1: or i have absolutely no idea i assume there's a large portion of the the population that it never was or was never not a thing um if i've got the right number of negatives there Um, (laughs) but um, i assume it's just one of those properties i mean dragon balls is the same it's it's never stopped being big yeah even though it's you know the The comics finished in 95, 97, somewhere around then. Um, So, you know, it just keeps going. People care.
0: There you go. I mean, it's kind of funny how things sort of disappear from, you know, the zeitgeist and then suddenly they're back again. Yeah. Speaking of other things that are back again. Indeed.
1: So as I continue to move, we have wonderful, wonderful, figure stands coming from Tamashi, uh, which is also out through Bandai, the same people that do all the figure arts. Um, One of the things that a lot of people who buy figures like that, including myself, would like is um, more effect parts, and so now they've put out stands in a grey version, so it's a dark grey and a beige, which is really kind of more earth and rocky. Oh my uh,
0: gosh, these are awesome.
1: And um, so (sighs) they're they affect parts of essentially, you know, cratery stuff. So you could have a character standing in it. You could have a character getting punched through it. So it looks like they punched through a wall or rocks. Um, so they look sensational.
0: I love it. Yeah, I love two it. Two of each. So, so what? Um, what kind of scale?
1: They'll be six inch scale. Okay, I love so it. Anyone that's into displaying their figures, fighting, or oh my
0: gosh, Marvel whatever. Legends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what does this set come with? It comes with just the rocks, or is it the stands as well?
1: It doesn't include the um, stands and poles, but they're also relatively cheap.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, Wow. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about achieving the the effect where it's not on the ground, it's standing up. Like, how does that work? It hooks into a stand. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Wow. I love it. Put it on my Christmas list. (laughs)
1: so they're um 18 bucks each from big bad toy store at the moment love it buy as many as you can
0: (laughs) i'd buy it to display with my wrecking crew figures if i ever thought that the wrecking crew was going to be complete (laughs) where's my bulldozer anyway moving on moving on Uh
1: NECA have also announced figure stands, so they're looking at six inch to eight inch scale stands. Um, they're basically just a big transparent round disc with a, a foot peg on it. Wow! And they're going for eight to ten dollars
0: for a pack of ten. For a pack of ten, sold.
1: Yeah, love so it. it's pretty good, right?
0: Yeah. Are these? Does NECA have a distinctive peg shape?
1: I don't think so. It looks like it's just around the peg.
0: It does. Wow. Loving this.
1: Yep. Good stuff, Adam. I try to find things for everyone.
0: <laughs> I just have to share, whenever Adam collects the news, we, we usually cut like 30 things out. That might be a slight exaggeration, but but so he's, he, does, he does the most comprehensive news search of anybody. Yeah.
1: I didn't look for Lego this week. I forgot.
0: For what? Sorry. Lego, you know, <laughs> the bricks oh the bricks okay lego well, bricks well we had the wwe we catastrophe did. so that's enough and also,
1: yeah also from Neca, we've got or necker Neca, oh, crazy yeah lego Neca. lego it's running off um they've announced series three of uh their pacific rim figures so they've announced uh Shadow alpha and Cody tango jaegers and they've also announced more kaiju, so there's a trespasser, they've got knife head with battle damage, and I think that was it. Wow. Yeah. I'm still not interested in buying them.
0: No. <laughs> no. But I mean these are if you're if you're a lover of monsters and you know that sort of thing, this would be right up your alley. Yeah,
1: yeah. but then it's also a case of you're after specific monsters so for Ben, he'd be after, you know, Godzilla monsters more likely than yeah. Civil Kaiju. But, I mean, he might buy these anyway and make them fight each other.
0: That's right. I mean, I can totally see people who didn't even, weren't even into the film getting into these toys. Yeah. Because, you know, they're funky monsters.
1: Yep. Um, the other interesting thing that goes with this is the knife head with battle damage
0: mm-hmm.
3: is
1: over 50% larger than the Series 1 version without battle damage, apparently.
0: Oh, that's a bit weird. quite a bit bigger Maybe he um, gets bigger when he's broken Not sure (laughs) Beautiful, well that was a very comprehensive news effort I reckon Yeah, we got a bit done Good job, and uh, that's the news, we're going to hand over to our good friend John for a moment for the next installment of everybody's favourite podcast game named that
2: It's another edition of Name That. This is the Thanksgiving special. So uh, if you're watching Charlie Brown, I'm not going to use that sound. Anyway, Thanksgiving is a time to say what we're thankful for, and I'm really thankful to be part of a great podcast with just an awesome group of guys that I'm I'm privileged to call friends. Anyway, moving on to last week's sound. If you knew what it was, good for you, but we will play it one more time. A grabs a baby tears off in the Save it. Use the snare. he's safe Look out. The young wants a piece of the action And if you were like our good friend Hyperion from the forums that's AFbforum.com, probably the most friendly toy related forums on the web, um, you knew that this was a Jurassic Park toy commercial and um, it's been bleeped out but you know uh, he was able to to dig through the beeps and understand what it was. We'll now move on to this week's sound, which sounds a little something like this. You energize his heart, lungs, and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain. Imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures. His lungs pump for high-altitude missions. And one more time. You energize his heart, lungs, and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures his lungs pump for high altitude missions as always if you think you got a guess come on over to afbforum.com that's afbforum.com and leave your guess there and you know guessing's fun and you get to hang out with cool people also um if you'd rather play the picture version come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on tuesdays and thursdays when we do that so uh, a lot of fun there as well and great reviews um also, I want to give a special thou- shout-out to the guys over at Intergalactic Toys here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, because uh, we were I was in there over there with uh, Mrs. Nerd over last weekend, and uh, we had a blast hanging out with those guys for a little bit, and uh, they were listening to the show after, so I know that uh, we'll probably be listening to this one. So thanks for listening, guys, and I appreciated all the fun. And with that, I will wish you all a happy holiday, and um, peace out. dinosaurs are gentle vegetarians It's Jurassic Park A raptor grabs a baby dinosaur Grant tears off in the bush devil tracker to save it.
3: Use the snare He's safe! Look out, Triceratops
2: ah, The young T-Rex ah. wants a piece of the action Dino damage! Can the dinosaurs be recaptured? Look for the JP mark It's happening but only at Jurassic Park.
0: Well, when there's only two of us we like to find some sort of theme to do reviews on and tonight we're going to each talk about a series that we have collected or are still collecting um we're not going to run you through every item from the series it's more just what it was like to collect the highs the lows the missed opportunities etc and i'm starting off tonight and i am going to be talking about one of i think the greatest lines of statues ever produced big call um, which is the dc dynamics statues from what was dc direct so for those of you who are not familiar, this is a series of eight statues sculpted by Tim Bruckner, the mega DC sculptor himself of major heroes and villains, and I'll get to a list in a moment, in poses, dynamic, believe it or not, poses, um, where the really the character is sculpted from the torso up and they're sculpted in some sort of uh formation um that uh was meant to be either backlit or just look really groovy as they were so the characters that ended up being made in this line were batman superman aquaman wonder woman green lantern and supergirl as the heroes and then the joker and sinestro as the villains so in terms of what it was for me that just really drew me to this line. Well, believe it or not, it was Aquaman. (laughs) I know. Freaky. I I know. I know. So, um, you know, as soon as you say Aquaman statue, I'm in. Then I started having a look at what else was coming out and thought, oh, I could get into this line. And uh, I think Wonder Woman and Aquaman were the first two that came out. And I actually ended up picking up the Wonder Woman at my – a uh, previous comic shop when I lived in Canberra, the Fabulous D's Books and Comics Shop, on a they had a sale day, it might have been a free comic book day, where they had 20% off everything and they had that sitting on the shelf and I thought, oh, what the heck, I've already pre-ordered the Aquaman, haven't got it yet, so I'll scratch the itch and I'll buy the Wonder Woman. And she's a beautiful statue. One of the things that Tim Bruckner really excels in is just his ability to really construct uh, a piece that is, um, you know, not just a kind of literal, translation from the page to the statue but has got so much art behind it and i think that this this line was really an opportunity for him to go more high concept more just kind of high art with these characters and obviously he has the reputation and the credit with dc direct to be allowed to to do it Yep. so uh, you know one of the things that i i really loved about collecting this line was that it wasn't just a case of each adding new characters but really feeling like you know this is real art that i'm i'm collecting here aquaman one would always be a highlight for me because it's aquaman but it's just a beautiful uh statue you know the way that he was able to construct that water base and really make it look like um arthur's Popping out of a water spout there is just amazing. Funny little story about this Aquaman statue. If you saw the season return of Bing Bang Theory this year, there was a plot line where the dodgy comic book owner guy managed to convince Sheldon that this Aquaman statue that he had was extremely rare and got Sheldon to pay a ridiculous amount of money for it. <laughs> and after the fact, I I... Saw on a uh, message board, someone pointing out that hey, there's this thread on a a message board about the prop masters looking for the Aquaman statue, hmm. and so I followed that through, and they it was someone saying hey, I've got a friend who's a prop master for Big Bang Theory, and they're desperately looking for this particular Aquaman statue, um, you know, can anyone find it, and it was not only was it the DC dynamic Sacramento statue they were looking for, but the picture that they had of it was my picture from my review. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. I'm nearly famous. Really? <laughs> so, but they obviously didn't find it because they used something else weird that I'd never seen before that I'm pretty sure someone they must've actually had it made. Cause I don't actually think it's a real, um, a real statue. Uh, but, it could have been the DC Dynamics one. Not that I would have given them mine. Norway.
1: You pretty much just give them the thing. You don't loan it or anything, do you?
0: I think they were looking for a loan, actually. But obviously, okay. I don't think they would have been interested in getting one loan from Australia anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's the funny Aquaman story. But, you know, he really is a, a great piece. The, the These are really interesting as a set because they display really nicely together because there are different levels. Some of them, like the Green Lantern, is a really tall, they're really tall pieces. Um, so the Green Lantern in particular is quite a tall piece. He's the tallest. Um, and then some are uh, more kind of, they've got more of a horizontal element to them, like the Wonder Woman. So they display nicely together because you can kind of create those different levels um i think another thing that's really notable about this is that i I love the supergirl statue from this line because it is a real silver age uh supergirl and tim Brettner has a a really very what's the word kind of not trademark but um characteristic that's not the right word Kind of look for his silver age supergirl, and I saw it again when i I recently got the um one of the really old d c direct kind of diorama statues of supergirl's arrival, you know where she's popping out of the spaceship and he, which he sculpted as well and it's got a very similar sort of head sculpt, you know so uh, there were a lot of comments when it came out like, oh, that's ugly da-da-da. um but to me, like you know that's just not appreciating the silver Age. Kind of look, she's gorgeous. There was a missed opportunity here, though, and it is one that has caused great angst in my family, because when the line was cancelled, there was a flash already in um, kind of pre-production, so it never got fully sculpted. There was actually a petition going, there was a Kickstarter going around for a while um, yep. to try and get the the flash. Made, But, of course, it didn't happen. Um, Tim Brettner posted the pictures of how far he got to and what he would have done with it um, on Facebook quite a while ago. Now, anyone who listens to the show knows that my beloved eldest is a Flash fan, so she she is um, really developing into a proper fanboy because she's got her sense of bitterness and entitlement fully... um, (laughs) You know, in gear over this particular statue not being made. Um, different. It would have been very different because it was a running pose, and it would have. But I, I it would have been a, a great piece, and I, I would have preferred that to Sinestro. Just particularly because it's the you know Sinestro, Chorus Sinestro, which is the default Sinestro now. But to me, yeah. it's a real the clang- Sinestro, while it's a beautiful statue, is a clanger in this line. Because the rest of them are all really kind of timeless versions of the characters. And then you've got the Sinestro core, Sinestro, which is yep. so so modern. Yep. So I don't actually own the Sinestro. Okay. Um, no, I mean, like, I probably will someday, but I've just never been... Uh, originally, I wasn't going to have the villains. But I ended up having to get the Joker because the Joker is a freaking amazing piece. It is You know, not something that I was planning on buying, like I said, but it is a really just beautiful, beautiful, creepy, horrible statue. Yeah. And he's enveloped in the gas from two little gas bombs that have got scary faces on them, and it is just beautiful. So that's my DC Dynamics rundown. Yeah. If you do a Google image search that just says DC Dynamics statues, You'll get a really good uh, overview of them, and I'm proud to say you'll get very beautiful photos taken by me, because <laughs> a lot of my photos from my reviews of them are in there. So You've just gone viral. You've gone viral. I've gone viral. I, well, I, I was nearly. I nearly was on the Big Bang very. Hello. So close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> um, but you know, it's the kind of thing that I just think um, deserves discussing because it really is out of the uh, something aside from the norm and i think you know good on dc direct for giving tim Bruckner the free reign to do this and for really producing you know something that's very artistic you know a lot of people that when they come and look at my collection overall are a bit like yeah you're weird Um, (laughs) but this is the kind of thing that even people who don't have any appreciation for the characters or you know or why you're into it look at that and go oh i like those those are beautiful yeah um secondary market wise these are all over the place the batman is ridiculously hard to find and goes for nuts money on ebay but then a couple of the others the wonder woman in particular um you you can still and sinestro you can find at reasonable prices and then for the rest and supergirl for the rest it just kind of depends um, so, but, you know, definitely something that I think you could, because there's a finite end to it as well, there are only eight of them, it is something that you could actually go back and collect and and probably end up, you know, owning most of the set without having to put out way too much. Yeah. That's my DC Dynamics overview. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, we are going to take a break from these, and we're going to come back with another red card for something or someone in the Universe.
2: What is this,
0: bizarre world? Well, Red Carded is our chance to poke fun at the toy universe, to ask why, to uh, scream at the sky, um, or sometimes just to laugh our asses off. And uh, that's what we're doing tonight. So over to you, Adam. Well, Thank you very much. And uh, this week
1: we've found what appears to be and. Seems like it's not the actual legitimate article. A Superman snuggler pillow. So the snuggler pillows are you meant to put a pillow in this thing and carry it around and 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 hug it and be your friend? Um, <laughs> but this one, and the reason that it, we were suspicious of it, is um, it's basically Superman with a blow up doll's mouth. And mm. that's no word of a lie. It's mm. disturbing as hell. <laughs> You, you can imagine what we're looking at here
0: so the the concept of this is that the ad it says snugglers stuff hug play and then yes. it says turn your pillow into the biggest toy ever so the implication would be that you blow into this to make it um big and the place where you blow is on superman's mouth and his lips look well Like a sex toy. (laughs) Yeah. So further research says that this may be a joke, but we don't care. It's just too funny, yeah. It is so funny that we're doing it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can totally see it being real.
1: Yeah. I can see someone having seen that picture just going off and making a Kickstarter for it. At the very least.
0: How could you... Uh... I actually think that the... I actually think that the joke of it might be the lipstick kind of look around it, not the fact that you blow it in his mouth. I uh, don't know. And... Uh, or maybe it isn't. The whole thing you suspect. The whole thing you suspect. The whole thing. It doesn't matter. We think It's hilarious. And so I don't know if we're really red carding it or we're just saying wow I mean even just to make a joke of it is um hilariously inappropriate. Yeah. So that's our red card. <laughs> <laughs> we told you we were flying by the seat of our pants people. You were warned. We were warned. <laughs> okay, we're going to come back in a moment with uh Adam's series overview.
2: Spider Man's getting ready to rumble. Oh no, it's Doc Ock, Venom, and the Green Goblin. Wet Tastic Action coming up. Take that, Green Goblin. Bam! Must get out of Venom's trap. Whack! Time to get
3: out of here. Catch you later, Doc Ock. Brand new Spider Man action figures. Out now.
0: Well, we're taking turns doing a overview or rundown of a series that we've collected and loved, and it's Adam's turn. So over to you, Adam.
1: Thank you, thank you. So, as uh, those that have been listening for a while or have you know been following the forum would appreciate, uh, I have quite the Marvel Universe collection going on. No way. No, uh, yeah. Really. I've, I've missed maybe a couple of the variants in the latest series simply because I haven't got my um, shipments from big bad yet. So I don't know which variants I need to pick up. Um, and I think I might have missed some of the con exclusives, which I honestly just don't care about. Like, you know, the, the, um, two tone Hulk thing and whatever else was going on. But, um, realistically, it's been a great line. I think, uh, Picking up when it did after more or less the demise of Marvel Legends, or the first time Hasbro's Marvel Legends died off, Uh, it basically gave someone that was um, just getting into Marvel Legends the opportunity to go, well, okay, I'll put that aside and I'll just start getting all these things. Hmm. And we've rapidly, you know, got enough to start filling cabinet after cabinet with these figures. Um, And you are getting a vast selection of characters from the Marvel Universe uh, along with your your favorite Wolverine, Iron Man, Spider Man, which you know you can never have too many of, um, but I think you know standout items would have to be some of the the oversized figures. I think some of the twelve inch scales, which yes, they've just reused some of the Marvel Legends icons box. But uh, so for me, it's it's things like the Goliath and uh, the Frost Giant. I think are the better oversized ones. I appreciate the Galactus is awesome and I appreciate the Sentinel is awesome, but they're really a bit too bulky for my mind. Really? Um, yeah. I mean I, I compare the Galactus, say the the Marvel Legends Galactus to the Universe one. And the Universe one is just so much bigger that it's it's just you can't really pose it as well as the Legends one. And the same goes for the Sentinel. The the Sentinel is just a bit too bulky in places. Hmm. Um but you know, we've we've also had other the other great tie in ones. You've had, you know, the Wolverine Origins tie ins were fantastic. Um, Iron Man two, you could pretty much just buy all the the comic ones and then buy most of the movie ones and just go, Oh well, I just chuck them in and have got an even bigger Hall of Armour. Hmm. So they were fantastic. They've done a great job of filling in um, some of the nineties era X Men and some of the eighties era a little bit. I think they've got a fair bit to go if they're going to continue doing 90s era x-men but that that's a good start uh they've done loads and loads and loads of avengers Mm. Uh, it's just unreal there's a lot of um, marvel knights characters as well that they did and they did a lot of those off the bat i mean moon knight was early on in the piece and you know punisher was early on in the piece blade was early on in the piece uh you can't really complain that at any point, they went, Oh, well, we're just going to do the, the popular characters because they really didn't. Um, and I think you can also look at it and go, Okay, well, assuming that, that I didn't want every single figure, it's not like you were paying a huge amount for, for your repeats. You're talking, or well, initially, anyway, initially these were sub $15, even in Australia.
3: Huh.
1: And then the prices started creeping up and, and it got to $20 and a bit over $20. But you're still talking about. Say out of a wave of five figures, you might get one repeat figure. And go, fine, that's twenty bucks. Hmm. Just, just I can give that to someone, or or what have you. But for that twenty dollars, you got you know an archangel, and you got a uh, storm in a classic costume. You got Warpath. You got Cable. You got you know Mister Sinister. You got Apocalypse. Well, let's not talk about Apocalypse. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you got. Three different versions of Ms. Marvel, for God's sake. Uh, it's really astounding that a lot of people seem to get angry about some of the, the choices that they make with this one when you look at what you've actually got across the, the range.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: and even if you were after, you wouldn't get, you know, your favourite 70s uh, Avengers, you won't get your favourite 80s, but you'll be able to get things like, you know, you could put together a decent going yeah, New Avengers, the initial B&B New Avengers. Um I guess the sad thing is that they've just got to the point, and it's probably the same as Marvel Legends, where people are going, oh, finally they're going to be able to push on and get into the really obscure characters, and we all know that they're never going to spend too much time on the really obscure characters, and they've cancelled the Mm light. For me, I think, yeah, it means that we're going to get a lot of repeated characters, we're getting characters we've had before under a new name and fine and all of that, but you've also got to appreciate not everyone understands who these random characters are and they just want a Spider-Man or, or Wolverine or an Iron Man. And they were still doing that every few lines, but you're not getting necessarily the version that's current. Um, So yes, there's a lot of repeat. Yes, there's, you know, a new costume that's being made, but you've got to also look at, well, why is there a new costume for Iron Man every 12 months (laughs) in the comics? You know, does he really have to refresh his, his suit that often? Um, but, yeah, I, I just love these these toys. They're just so easy. They're so compact. You know, they're a three and three quarter. You can stand them next to you if you've got them, GI Joes, what have you, and they don't take up anywhere near the footprint of a six-inch figure. So a six-inch figure, you know, you, you take up at least twice what a three and three quarter takes up. Hmm. Plus you take up that much more height, so that's a whole other level that you can't use. Uh, in my displays, which are all in IKEA yeah, Detox, I don't really have that many um six inch figures that are on flight stands or anything like that, but the three and three quarters you can just put on a flight stand, you can suspend them from a bit of uh fishing line whatever, and you can have at least three levels worth of figures within one of those squares, and it's fantastic
0: yep, that's true yeah so so if you had to kind of pick some favorites you know, personal favorites for yourself, what would they be?
1: I think uh, Thanos, the first release, not the two-pack one, was terrific. He had the swap-out Infinity Gauntlet hand. I think it was a hand or it was like a a glove that fit over the hand. I think um, the Angel uh, was fantastic.
3: Hmm. Uh,
1: The Archangel was good, but he had... uh, It was one of those ones where they'd still use the old legs, so the legs weren't that good, but you got the fully folding wings. Plus, there was the variant that was the Death's Mask one, where the wings were retracted. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing Iron Fist. I think that figure looks sensational. Uh, but better than that was the Iron Fist and Power Man 2-pack. Uh, what other ones do I really like? Hmm. Ooh, I think most of the Iron Man 2 oversized figures were really good. So there was, you know, yeah, there was, uh, what was it, there was the Iron Munger, there were Mandroids. Is it Mandroids? No, it was Crimson Dynamo and um, all those kind of guys. They were fantastic. And I think realistically, the, the one that I think is the best is that Frost shrine. It's fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really think you're on the money there. Yeah. And ones that need a do-over? Uh, I think I would look at
1: redoing some of the earlier ones. I'd look at redoing Mystique. Um, she didn't ever really balance well. Hmm. Um, I think... They definitely need what they definitely needed to, and they eventually did do Mister Fantastic again. Oh, hang on. Did they?
0: I don't think did they, they did. Did they? Who was who was in the the three pack? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, but they didn't redo him in a classic costume. No. So instead, you got Uncle Nigel, I think, as some people called him. Uh, the Gene Gray was Fugly. Mm. Um, the Mary Jane Watson wasn't much better, and God knows why she came with a dog. <laughs> uh, yeah i think mostly they've been pretty good
0: awesome and now that it's kind of finishing as a line the biggest uh missing piece for you Uh, i'm just
1: trying to have a think about what we haven't got i think um realistically from my point of view but they've done some 90s X Men. It's the same thing I think you were talking about last time I was on. Maybe it was, um, there's or not, wasn't it? it? was during your Marvel Legends discussion. There's been no Polaris, so there's been no 90s X Factor love, and there's been no 90s X Force love. And those were some fantastic character designs, you know. Uh, love or hate Rob Liefeld's art, he had good character designs as fundamentals for the era. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would love to have seen, you know. Uh, a domino a um a siren a sunspot a boomer a cannonball that would have been fantastic
0: yeah Uh, i mean and that's a a, you know i think some of the three packs that they did like the inhumans you know that sort of thing were a great opportunity to bring out some of those you know characters that were a little bit left of center Uh, but certainly that's something that i would have loved to have seen continued
1: yeah i mean we never got
0: the Asgardian three pack. Hmm. Boo. It's been fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Boo. Mm. yeah. But I mean, you know, we're such we're such tough critics. I, I really do think that as a whole. I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of this line as well, and you certainly um, we've gotten so much out of it just in terms of universe building, um, and you know, yep, a few, a couple glaring omissions, and a few that really could have been better, um, but. As a line, it certainly has achieved a great deal. Oh, yeah, it's very
1: hard to complain.
0: And the good news is that even though the Marvel Universe label is going away, the scale isn't. And the um, opportunity for Hasbro to continue to add to the Marvel Universe collection through some clever packaging and uh, inclusion of comic-accurate characters in movie lines um, is definitely there, and so I guess time will tell whether or not that lives up to its promise.
1: Absolutely, and maybe you'll have to sit out a wave or two.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah, or just cherry pick. Yeah. It can be done. It can be done. <laughs> well, good on you, Adam. Thanks for taking us through that one and for packing in a really good overview of it in the time limit. Well done. Ta. Ta. And uh, we'll be right back. For people who have no idea what we're saying, that in here in Oz that means thank you. Uh, and in a moment we'll be back with a little bit of feedback before we wrap things up for this episode you can make them fly or jump or crash or wall superhero action figures over seven inches tall
2: each sold separately.
0: Superman Batman Incredible Hulk you can make them Thing. even spider one and all. figures over seven tall.
2: these superhero action figures each sold separately batman superman incredible hulk and spider-man each sold separately by mego
0: well, we love hearing from you, and uh, if you'd like to email us, you can do it at podcast at com. You can send us a tweet at AFBlues. You can post on our Facebook page. And, uh, Adam, you've got our first piece of feedback tonight, so over to you.
1: I do. Thank you. So it, it reads, hi, guys. First of all, I just want to congratulate and thank you for all 91 episodes of Entertaining and Informative Podcasts. Um, a, yeah, it's
0: 92 now, but who's counting?
1: It is, plus, you know, some guests. Bits and pieces, the Q and A's. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. Yes. With regards to your discussion topic, action figure box sets, I would like to know what's your take on the DC collectible two packs they've been releasing recently. They combine a new figure with a previously released figure, which most probably we already have, like the Katana and Wonder Woman, ben and Batman, Mister Hammer and Harley Quinn, Mister Sickle and Penguin, etc. Collectors of the line, including me, are forced to buy a figure I already have in order to get the new figure. The new figures are definitely badass but the scheme of pairing it with a recently released figure sucks ass. Uh, a definite uh, uh, candidate for red card, in my opinion. Thanks again, guys, for this podcast and looking forward to the 100th episode. More power and may the force be with you. Regards, Salvador Ladinas. Actually, that's how it's pronounced. Salvador. And he is a casual collector from the Philippines.
0: Yeah. We we did. We've talked about this. I think we may have actually red carded this idea. Possibly. Or, or certainly complained about it. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's lame. <laughs> yeah. At the
1: same time, it's one of those things of I always struggle to complain about people getting a figure that they've got before because you're not necessarily, you know, you've got to treat every point like it could be a starting point. It's the old Jim Shooter line, right? Every issue could be the first issue someone reads. So if someone goes, oh, that's Wonder Woman and Katana, oh, awesome, awesome, I don't have either of those, fantastic. You might look at it and go, oh, I've already got one of those and I'll I'll, I'll have to get rid of a figure, but someone else is going, that's awesome. That's a great entry point. I get two figures that I don't have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just don't get the thinking behind um, the straight, like, repaints. I mean, the straight, you know, reproductions. So, you know, Wonder Woman and Katana is a good example. I know I reviewed it a couple of um, episodes ago. I love the Katana character, um, and so you know, but I still waited to get it on sale. Um, and I I just don't think that anybody who is diehard enough to want a Katana character, Katana figure or a vibe figure isn't already going to own the wonder woman in flash. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a bit of a, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I does two packs i do not understand um you know but even worse i think is the you know there's this uh, new seven pack out at the moment which is um six ca- six figures that have already been produced plus catwoman which will only come in the pack of seven yeah that sucks yeah really bad much worse than any of the ones that are mentioned in that thing so you've yeah, got correct. you know your captain cold uh black manta who else is it? There's a Joker, Batman, Flash, and uh, Aquaman, all yep. already out there. And but if you want the Catwoman, very popular character, you have to buy the whole set. Yeah. Say what? Me me me.
1: at the same time, it depends on why you're buying it. But look,
0: this stuff obviously works because it's been being done for years. Yeah. You know, like so, it obviously works. Um, you know, X Men, Marvel Legends box set for a rogue. Anybody? You know, yeah. like, um, so it obviously works. It just pisses us off. Yeah, <laughs> There's your answer, Salvador. <laughs> um, also part feedback, part public service announcement. It is that time of year when people find extremely old posts and reviews on, uh, the Action Figure Blues site and send me emails asking to buy the items for Christmas <laughs> presents. Um, I am so sorry that your beloved whoever is dying of whatever and would really like this present, but no, they're not for sale. Merry we'll Christmas. Or giveaway. Yeah, definitely not for giveaway, but no, they're not for sale. Merry Christmas. Try eBay. <laughs> Cracks me up. But one the other day I was like, back in 2007, you reviewed so-and-so and so. Would you take $20 for it? My boyfriend would really like it for Christmas. Uh, no. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. <laughs> and i think that's us excellent i think that for just the two of us and for being uh a bit disorganized that we did really well did. Yeah. yay us i think
1: i think we should go and you know relax i
0: think we should i well i was going to say eat some porridge but you did that before the show
1: i did i think uh i think we should go down to the uh the cafeteria in afb headquarters and see what's there <laughs>
0: Okay. Oh, we have a cafeteria. Yeah. But then we need someone that works in the cafeteria. Another uh, staff member. I don't know if I can pay all these wages. Well, we'll just have to hire cheap labor from the future. Oh, future labor. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, there you go. If you would like to name the uh, worker in the um, AFB staff canteen, uh, send it in quickly before we come up with one ourselves. Yeah. And now that we're making absolutely no sense, I think it's time to go. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. See you later. Treat yourself
1: to a hamburger on yourself.
0: Yeah, don't come back for us. We're not paying. Yeah. Oh, but buy us some.
1: Yeah, at my alert.
0: Oh, yeah, please do. Yeah. Bye. Bye. if you enjoy flying by the seat of your pants this may be the show for you because that's what we're doing tonight you're listening to the action figure blues podcast episode number 93 for the week of wednesday the 27th of november 2013 i'm scott and with
1: me tonight is oh i'm a fucking useless idiot (laughs) (laughs) i have one job That's
0: that's not in the script Well, if you enjoy flying by the seat of your pants, then this might be the show for you because that's what we're doing tonight. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number seventy-three. For the, <laughs> no, we are <you're> not. <laughs> Man. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. I'll just.
1: That's fallen asleep in the room. Except she fell asleep face first and then rolled her head over. I was worried for a tick that she was just going to try and sleep on her nose.